What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Finance. Today, I want to have a discussion about debt. It'll center around the main types of debt you can kind of expect to have in your life, good versus bad debt, if that's even a thing, and I'll even correct myself from a previous episode. But before we get into that, we got to cover the housekeeping stuff. So as always, this podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not meant as investment advice. My email, my Instagram, they're in the show notes if you want to ask any questions or if you have any real life scenarios you want me to cover on the podcast. If you're interested in a one-on-one personal finance consult, shoot me an email and I'm happy to help out in any way. And if you like the podcast, be sure to download, like it, follow it, and share it just with your friends and family, and it really helps out a lot. But with that being said, let's kick off this episode with a little talk about debt. So to kick this off, I want to start by talking about the main types of debt that we'll be talking about today and the main types of debt that you'll kind of see in your lifetime. So in my mind, the main types of debt for everyday people are student debt, car debt, mortgages, and credit card debt. Now, yes, I know that there are many other types of debt, especially if you own your small business, you might have loans, you might have stuff like that. There might be lines of credit, other forms of debt, but in my mind, these are kind of the big four that we see and the big four where we see people run into difficulties or trouble. So with that being said, I want to break down each one of these, not in not in too much detail in this episode. I might go into more detail in future episodes, especially going into car debt and mortgages, especially mortgages because they're probably the biggest debt you'll take out in your lifetime, hopefully. Um, but so we're going to give kind of a broad discussion today about it, not into super detailed examples and everything like that. That'll be future episodes. But I do want to break down each one of these just so we're aware of each one and kind of the intricacies of each one. So let's start this out by talking about student debt. Student debt, I think, is fairly self-explanatory and it's the debt that you have in order to afford going to school. Um, In my mind, it's probably the best debt you can have, especially in Canada, as there's no interest on, on it. So it's basically like, I don't like to call it, I hate when people call it free money. It is not free money. You have to pay it back, but it is the best form because you're not getting charged anything additional on top of it. So that's one thing where Canada does really, really well. And it's, in my mind, the best form of debt you can have. You're using it to go to school. You're using it to further your education and eventually get a career that pays well or something that you love, kind of that kind of thing. So in my mind, it's probably the best form of debt you can have. No interest on top of it, not free money, but getting there pretty close. So the only issue I have with this debt is that people rack up student debt. And I don't I don't know if people don't understand that you still have to pay this money back. It's not like the government's like, oh, here you go, Nick. Here's 50 grand. Do whatever you want with it. Don't worry about it. You're good. Just just keep it. No, like you have to pay that back. And when you're done school, they start they start collecting. So you have to you have to pay it back. Um, 
just because there's no interest on it doesn't mean that they can't like charge you for not paying it back. Like they can, it's within the government's rights to do that. Like they're giving you the money. So I feel like people, especially students, like I don't think they really understand the intricacies of it. And they're just like, Oh, I'll just take out all this debt and I'll be fine. Like, no, you still have to pay it back. So while it is a good form of debt, only take what you need, not what you want only what you need and make sure that if you're not using that money that you can just pay it back. Like don't just spend it for the sake of spending it. That's stupid. So that's student debt. Let's talk about car debt. So car debt is in my mind, just the monthly payments you make in order to afford your car, whether that's leasing it or financing it or leasing to buy that kind of thing. Um, In my opinion, this type of debt fox people absolutely fox people because cars in themselves are expensive and the rates that car companies charge are fucking insane like think about this guys like you're getting charged interest on your car and then let alone all the maintenance and all the gas you got to put into it like fuck me guys cars are expensive so i feel like a lot of people buy these new cars and they're like, oh, like it's great. Like I won't have that much maintenance. But at the end of the day, you're paying like fucking 50 grand for this car or 30 grand for this car. And you have monthly payments because you can't pay it all at once. And they're charging insane interest on it. Like car debt can be really, really fucking bad guys. Like, um, like even if you really like cars, like really, really like cars, you better be able to afford it or they're going to charge you like crazy. Also, if you lease your car, And if it, even if it's like a lease to own, like, don't think that you're avoiding interest. They just tack that onto the payment, like into your monthly payment of the lease. So you might think you're getting away with a deal, but let's face it, like car salespeople and car companies have thought of this and you aren't getting a deal. Like car salesmen are here to make money and they don't care about your debt, guys. They do not care. So they will charge you the most amount that they can. And I feel like everybody knows this, but they just kind of like turn a blind eye. They're like, oh, I really like this car. Like, I'll make it work. And it's like, all right, like, that's fine. But you better be able to better be able to afford it, especially with the added interest. So in my mind, car debt is not my favorite. Like for me, I'm all about, in my mind, cars are just to get me from point A to point B. Um, they don't need to look great. My favorite car ever was my very first car and I will miss it forever. A 2001 Honda Accord. God, great car. Um, but anyways, like it was a super cheap car. I didn't have any debt for it. I didn't pay any interest on it. I just bought it outright because it was so cheap. And I just kind of like, I don't know, put the regular maintenance into it. And for me, that was the most affordable thing ever because I wasn't paying those monthly payments on it. Um, that just racked up interest. So in my mind, guys, yeah, unless you really, really can afford it, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't stretch to get your car, like stretch financially, I mean. So moving on to the next one, mortgages. So as we are probably all aware, mortgages are obviously the payments you make towards your house. Um, I think mortgages are probably the, the one piece of debt that people know the most about. 
because it's so fucking large and housing prices are always in the news and all that kind of stuff. And with interest rates rising significantly, a lot of people who benefited from low interest rates a few years ago, those people, like you can only sign in Canada, you can only sign a five-year lease term or like locked in interest rate. So these people that signed, let's say they bought a house in 2019. They're like, oh yeah, all time, low rates, like fixed mortgage, five years, we're good. Now, with interest rates rising so high, these people are going to find themselves in a really, really tough spot. Especially considering that every month, very little of the payment you make is actually going towards the principal, which is something I learned recently because I don't like I don't own my house. I rent right now. Um, and a lot of that payment is interest. And sometimes, depending on the mortgage, they will tack on property tax as well. So like you're not like most of your monthly payment is interest. And if interest rates rise, which they have, like they've risen by, I actually don't know the exact amount. It's probably like two to 3%. So think about your interest rate basically doubling, if not tripling in the last like couple of years. So my advice would be to use a mortgage payment calculator. They're all super smart. They all know what they're talking about. Plug in your rates, plug in how long you want to do it, your five-year turn, all that stuff, and play with it. Like, really, really play with it. Play with these sensitivities, like the interest rate sensitivities. Like, if rates rise by 2 to 3%, can you still afford to pay your mortgage? And if not, then you can't afford your fucking house. Like, straight up. Like, th- like re- really, really think about this. Like, if you buy your house... Rates are super low. You're like, okay, we're good. Like rates are going to stay this low forever. And then they rise and you can't pay your mortgage. You're fucked. (laughs) You're fucked. You got to sell your fucking house. (laughs) Like, like it's, it's as simple as that. So like, that's what I hate when people are like, oh, like I need to get into the market. I need to do that. Like, yes, it's, it's great to get into the market. It's it's great to start building equity, but only do it if you can afford it. If you can afford that down payment of 20%, if you can afford, if interest rates rise, Cause that's what makes up a lot of your mortgage payment. So sorry, a little ranty there, but that's, that's really what I want to touch on in this mortgage in this mortgage section is like, don't get me wrong guys, buying a house, having a mortgage that's normal. That's awesome. Having a house is, is great, but you, you don't want to become house poor where to the point where you're spending like, I don't know, like 80% of your income on your mortgage. Like that's not what you want. That's not, Uh, a great life to have like ideally you want to be at around 50% so 50% on your on your needs whether that's food a roof over your head that kind of thing like that's kind of where you want to sit you don't want to be like oh I'm spending 80% of my income on my mortgage and the next 10% on groceries and now I have 10% to I don't know like pay utilities. I don't, I don't fucking know, but like, you don't want to be that high up. You don't want to be house poor guys. Um, it's a very hard way to live and it kind of takes away all enjoyment from your life because you're so stressed about paying for this house. So that was a little rant on mortgages, but yeah, so that's, that's that on mortgages. We'll leave it at that. We're going to have a more in depth, uh, episode on that at a later date, but yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about is credit card debt. And yes, 
As we've mentioned, credit cards are debt. That is money that you owe. And credit cards are probably the main form of debt in America and Canada, I would think. Um, Well, other than mortgages. Like, mortgages just rack up a ton. But, like, credit cards are used every fucking day. um, Millions and millions of times a day. Um, And there is a bunch of way that banks get you with these, as I've talked about in the credit card episode, whether that's going beyond your credit limit, not paying on time, not making the minimum payment, charging fees on the balance. There are a bunch. And I want to make this clear. Um, in, In one of my earliest episodes, the credit card episode, I mentioned how great credit cards are. And I still believe this. I still 100% believe this. I think they're I think they're great if you can pay them off. I think you get great points, like you can get flights, you can get merchandise, you can get all that kind of stuff. But only if you are a credit card person. And what do I mean by this? I have come to realize that some people will see the credit card limit as just something they can spend with no repercussions. I've seen people max out multiple credit cards, make minimum payments that, and use that $10 of room. So say you have a $500 credit limit and your balance is at $490 and they're like, ooh, $10 of room, I'm going to buy something that's $80. Like for, for me, that makes zero sense. But for some people, they're just like, oh, I see this number and I'm like, ooh, I get to spend it. If you are this person or... You notice that you have a hard time paying off your credit cards or you're getting charged fees multiple times a year, something like that. You are not a credit card person. Fuck them. Don't use them. Burn them. Cut them. Have a party where you burn seven credit cards after you pay them off. Or actually, no, you can do it before you pay them off because you can do it all online. Burn them. Do all that kind of stuff. I don't... I feel like the one excuse people make for having credit cards is that... They impact your credit score. And yes, that is true. But I do not care about the impact on your credit score if you cannot pay off your credit cards and you're getting charged fees and interest and all that kind of stuff on them. Like you're just wasting money. It your credit your credit score does not matter when you're getting fucked up by fees and everything every month and you're giving money to the bank. So cut them up and just use a debit card, guys. Like even if your credit score doesn't fucking skyrocket your credit card your credit score is probably in the fucking trash anyways because you're not a credit card person you haven't paid them off like it's probably hurting you more than anything your future you will thank you for this wow rants on rants in today's episode but those are my rants on mortgages and credit cards apparently and even cars student debt didn't get that much of a rant but those those are my big those are the big four pieces of debt I can think of um, that most Canadians and Americans and basically everyone has. Um, so I want to leave you with the with the fact that debt is not bad. It's how you manage the debt. And if you're one of those people that just isn't good with, with payment plans or good at paying off your credit card, then just don't use them, guys. Don't reach on car debt. Don't reach for your mortgage or you're going to end up poor and you're going to end up without these things that you love. So that's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. Um, A little ranty for sure, but I think debt is one of those things where you kind of have to go on a couple of rants for people to get the picture. Um, So a couple of key takeaways, like the four main types of debt, student debt, car debt, 
mortgages and credit cards. Um, in my mind, definitely try to minimize that car debt, buy something used, buy something cheap. Um, and if you are going to splurge on a new car, like, Hey, just, just know that you're, you're not getting a deal. You're, you're not getting a deal. Um, and that you better be able to afford it. Um, cause the interest payment or the interest rates are super high. Uh, student debt, don't just rack it up. Um, take, take what you need, not what you want. Um, don't reach on your mortgage, please. For the love of God, don't reach on your mortgage. Don't be, don't be overspending. Cause you're like, Oh, this is my dream house. Like I need it. No, you don't. What you need to do is live your life and not be beholden to the bank. Um, and then the last one, if you are not a credit card person, guys, don't use a credit card, just burn them. Like you don't need this unnecessary stress, your credit score, whatever guys, it's, it's not worth it. Just, just burn them. Just burn them. If you can't, if, if you keep racking up fees and going over your limits, that kind of thing, just don't use them guys. Just don't do it. So with that, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you learned something new about debt. Um, as I mentioned, I'll be going into more detail about mortgages and car debt in a future episode, but just wanted to kind of give a broad view on all of them right now. Um, if you like the podcast, please give it a download, share it with your friends, give it a follow or a like. It means a ton and it helps a lot. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, if you want something more personalized and custom suited to you and, you and your personal f- finances, shoot me an email and we can set something up. So thanks again, everyone. I hope you have a great day and we will see you next week.